Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, it's good to see you again. Hope you're feeling well-rested and energized for the day. Today I want to talk about a quality that people with executive presence really seem to have and people really respond to positively when it comes to leaders. And that quality is that of being adaptable, right? What, what do I mean by being adaptable? At its simplest, it just means being able to adjust to different conditions and scenarios, right? So everyone knows uh, a situation where they suggest a change in a process or a way of doing things or uh, a vendor or a client and people say, no, 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 we can't do it that way. And you ask, well, why can't we do it that way? And they say, well, we've always done it the way we do it now, so we can't change it. And, and that's the explanation, right? If you stop and think about it and think about how you felt when you got that sort of response, it does not inspire confidence. One, because they don't even know why they're doing it. And two, you get the feeling that if there was a good reason to change, they wouldn't be able to understand, articulate the differences, and figure out the best best path forward. Excuse me. So it doesn't mean a new way of doing things is always right or the right reason to do it, but you can't even get to that analysis if you don't understand what's going on. Now, there's many reasons why people might be that way. They might just be stubborn, uh, they may not know, or they may have actually been trained that way by the people who came before them, right? By their bosses. There's this interesting, um, you know, I think it's an apocryphal kind of made-up story, but it on the internet that really shows this where um, they had an experimenters and they had five monkeys in a cage and they had little stairs and then at the at the top of the cage they had bananas right so one of the monkeys what's what's he gonna do he's he's gonna go up and and get the banana or food whatever it is and as soon as he tries to do that they spray all the monkeys with cold water right so it's not really great And then maybe a little while later, another monkey tries to do that as well, and they get sprayed with cold water. So now, after a certain amount of point, these researchers have trained all these monkeys that "Mm, it's not really a good idea to try to go up those stairs. So what happens is they take out one of those original five monkeys, and they put in a brand new monkey. This monkey has not been conditioned at all, so he's just going to act like a regular monkey. What do you think he's going to do? Exactly right. He's going to make a beeline up those stairs to get the banana. Now, what do you think the other monkeys are going to do? Right? They're going to get upset. They're going to block the monkey's way. They may even punish that monkey for even daring to climb up the stairs. So they repeat this. However, each time they pull out an additional monkey of the five original monkeys. So eventually, There are five monkeys in there. None of them have ever been sprayed with water, but they've all been trained by the other monkeys. You do not walk up those stairs to grab that banana, right? And if you 
if you could talk to monkeys, if this was Planet of the Apes, and you could ask them, they say, I don't know, but bad things happen in the past when I've you know, tried to go up there, or we've heard that bad things have happened when people in the past have tried to go up there, so we're not even going to risk it, right? I mean, stop and think about how ridiculous that is from a way to manage a process or a business perspective. However, you see this often happening in corporate America. So, when you are adaptable, right, it requires you not just to be able to change and to be willing to change, but to actually understand the nuances of why things are done the way they are done, to be able to articulate them, explain them to people, defend them, tear them down if needed or necessary, and make the right decision going forward, whether it's the same thing or something different. And what does that have to do with executive presence? Well, that's the kind of quality and behavior that inspires confidence in your ability to lead well in a given situation, which if you've been listening to executive presence morsels for some time now, it's, it's the definition that we refer to often. Executive presence is the ability to inspire confidence that you can lead well in a given situation. So there's plenty of different qualities and traits. You know, I often talk about the six degrees of executive presence, which are proactive, resolute, equanimity, stillness, engaged, and confidence. Um, throwing in adaptable here as an extra. There's no set number of qualities. Um, I go with the six degrees of executive presence because I've identified those as probably the most major ones. Um, however, any sort of quality that you have, any state of being that you use, any sort of behavior that leads people to have more confidence in your leadership, that will help you generate executive presence. So that is the principle which our definition of executive presence tries to capture and tries to deliver to you so you can bring whatever is needed in any given situation. You don't have to rely on a list from me or anyone else once you understand the principle of how executive presence is generated. Well, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm so excited to see you today and share with you an exciting milestone. This is episode 30. So we've reached 30 consecutive daily episodes on executive presence where we get to have a little conversation and I get to share 
my thoughts and insights with you to hopefully help you generate more executive presence with the ultimate goal of elevating your career, right? Because with more executive presence, you not only get access to more opportunities, you get access to the best opportunities. So thank you so much for all your support over however long you've been listening. And I am just so excited that we can be here together for episode 30. Now today I want to share with you something that has just really confused me and lots of other professionals for most of our career. I wish so many of these things, I had learned these earlier on when let's say when I was in our my 20s or or maybe even mid-20s after I got out of law school. I think it would have helped me so much more in my career. No complaints. Very happy with where I am and how things have gone. I just think it would have been really tremendous to know these uh, as a younger professional. So if you are just getting started out or... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty, executive presence morsel. So.